going live we are live we are live from facebook and we i'm waiting for you to hit me live on instagram uh you need to follow me on instagram you need to go live on instagram so i can add you hey all right request to join All right. We are live. Apparently okay, we on are Facebook in... and on Instagram, right? Let me double check on Instagram. Yes, uh, welcome. On Facebook? Yeah. Yes, see. we are. We're Instagram on Instagram we're live. Hi everybody on Instagram. Uh Facebook, so, I think we are live. And so on Facebook, right? So Yeah, yeah. We're good. All right, beautiful. So, welcome to episode two. Rahib, uh, <laughs> episode two is a very special episode. Uh, Awal ishi, welcome to the Human uh, Science Podcast. Episode two, uh, we we have been uh, doing this uh, podcast in the sole purpose of entertainment. And within this entertainment, we went through of learning and exploring science, the brain, the humans. And we would just like to share this uh, throughout uh, this podcast. The episode is a very important one, uh, the, our connection to the natural world. I think it is important because uh, I would consider it at the beginning of Rihlitna. When we started to examine our relationship nature, this is where uh, the curiosity, this is where the dive to learn and to bring in the science uh, into it, uh, to redefine identity, to redefine our relationship with nature. And we get to explore the mental health aspect, the psychology of what it means to connect to nature, what it means to develop an intimate relationship I know that we hear a lot about uh, this connectedness, this oneness, but it's an abstract. It's an idea in our head that we want to long for issue. We want to long for this experience, but we fall short, diamond. But today I, I have with me none. I know today I have with me, I mean, this conversation will be just fruitful because I have my brother, I have the human energy management founder, and a guy that brings in the science and philosophy into a beautiful way to expose these ideas in a very beautiful sense. And we're just going to be here to entertain Hadal Ishfi, share with you the beauty of the science that comes uh, from experiencing and learning about the, our connection to the natural world. So, and I think it's important. Thank you, bro. I'm happy to be doing this podcast with you because, like I always say, the deep conversations and the real conversations always happen between me and you. Uh, to self-reflect. And I think the topic we are talking about today is the kind of topic that will make you self-respect, self-reflect if you take the time to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love to draw the conclusion because some people think talking about some things, it could be philosophical, like talking about our connection to nature, uh, talking about nature, it could be philosophical. But I actually feel like philosophy could be clinical, right? Philosophy could be something that helps people on a clinical level, because once you begin to think about things in a philosophical way, you're expanding your mind, you're expanding your awareness, and you're expanding the way you can see the world. And that's why yeah. I think... The topic is about uh, the connection to nature, but I also think it's about human identity and our identities and our psychology and how we see ourselves fundamentally. That's amazing. I know that romanticizers be but you help me to understand and to build an unbreakable identity as you always coin it. This identity that has no form in the material world but has a form with, with a very more more a grounded and uh, uh, identity. What what does that mean to you? What does what did it means to you to learn about our connection in your journey and in your journey as a doctor how how this had come together i, I think it's a, that's what i also wanted to say the story started from a long time ago 
Uh, my interest in nature was obvious when I was a little kid. I was I, I used to be fascinated by the Discovery Channel. And I was lucky that I had an amazing biology teacher. And my biology teacher, Mr. Bassam, really catapulted my imagination and my passion for biology. He made me love biology and love science even more. And I think this is when the whole idea of connecting to nature really started as a kid, as a person who's interested in science. And then really like studying the human science and human medicine is also a way where you can understand human nature. But wow. also it was yeah. a side passion of always reading about astrophysics and always caring about understanding um, animals and plants. And I took some interest in uh, understanding physics and space. And I think you also share that interest. I mean, your A-level, your physics A-level was physics. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what influenced my career is unit four biology of, uh, of when we started learning about astrophysics, particle physics, man. When we were trying to understand the bigger world and this made me so passionate about understanding a deeper yeah. layer of who I am and my story. When I picked yes. up Stephen Hawking's book and he was telling us to look up, Brief don't look down, of just time. look into the... Ah, look into space. Your identity is curved into the space. It's curved into stars and and all the beauty But our own, our ordinary attention steals us away and takes us away from this novel beauty that is around us and surrounds us. We're always yeah. programmed behind Hayafa. I would like to, I would like you to take us step by step to to flow with how your journey high bellashat. What are the things? What are the cool things you learned? Min Hal connection. What is a breakable identity? I would love to to, to explore that, Mark. I will take it any way you like. Yani it's as we said. I it's think a yeah. dance. It's a yeah. Welcome back. Uh, I was saying, yeah, no worries. I, I was saying you said something so beautiful. You said our identities are written in nature. Our identities are embedded in nature. And I think that is a brilliant idea to start the podcast. I mean, the whole concept is in Naktihki, you are part of nature. You are, you belong to nature. That's almost silly. Like, what are you talking about? You are nature. It's not like you are connected Oof. to nature. You are nature itself. And all you need to do is get a microscope, take a look inside your cells, and then you will see the same elements, the same forces, the same agency that you will find in a mustard tree, in a blue whale, or in an American falcon, or in an Egyptian bat. It's the same thing. Oof. There's one engine, there's one agency running through life, operating life, and you are part of it. Wow. So we're not going to come and sit and talk, you are part of nature, and you are connected to nature. You are nature. And, and, and I think that is the fundamental reason why I'm so passionate about science and why I love human energy management. I mean, many people think human energy management is a, uh, is a non-scientific approach to look talking about energy, right? We always get this energy, energy, energy healing. Well, yeah, we respect energy and we love energy. But before you talk about energy, maybe you should understand the science of energy, the science of nature. And once we can understand that, maybe we can reshift our understanding of what human energy management is. And yeah. And and the relationship of humanity and humanity's development through through science and cultures and how their relationship was defined by by nature and and all all this experience and the unfolding of the human uh, and this all this story is, is is amazing and it's it's deep to talk about when you want to talk about the relationship of human with nature. Yeah, and I think it's about also in Arabic we use the word hawiyah, so it's like hawitak, and you, in English it's identity, and I think. That is a big part for me because uh, to me, it was losing my identity in the first place that helped me understand and build a new identity. So when I was in university, I went through a, couple, a rough couple of years of experiencing depression and loss of motivation. I didn't really know what I represented. I didn't really know what I am. And I used to mm -hmm. remember those days as a very depressed, sad person. I used to complain a lot. I used to see the world in a negative way uh, and after hitting rock bottom and after reaching to this like real dark pit in depression that's when it hit me and that's when my love for science and my love for learning and my love for reading really was the thing that saved me 
because it was a new obsession, a new way to unlock the puzzle. It was me sitting with myself, realizing that this identity I built for myself is not serving me. The way I see myself, the way I see Hani is not beautiful. I don't think Hani is beautiful. And that's a problem. If you don't think you're beautiful, Hani, we I'm have sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, but can you put me back on Instagram? I guess I disconnected. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to uh, hit no. you. Uh, yeah, you're back. Uh, so I was saying, you know, I didn't think that I was beautiful. And I think that is like, I, I wouldn't wish that for anybody. I think everybody should see himself as beautiful. I think everybody should believe that they are beautiful. So to me, what helped me see myself as a beautiful person was science, was understanding nature, was studying nature. Before I understood physics, before I understood how, how stars behave, before I spent time learning about planets and learning about human evolution, uh, before I spent time learning more about astrophysics, I didn't like myself. I didn't see myself in a nice light. But after learning about science and after all these things, I feel like I changed my identity. I built a new identity around my connection to nature. So that's why I think for wow. the people who are listening to us now, this episode is not talking about nature. It is a psychological podcast. The Human Science Episode 2 is a psychological podcast that from our relationship with nature, if we can renew how we see nature and how we look at nature, maybe we can renew our identities itself. You know, I think that's a powerful idea to yeah. talk that's brilliant actually i guess we all have the story and the story that leads you to this hero's journey and from that how it's beautiful that science shaped this hero's journey and science was the part that had to help you become this telescope to see the beauty of the outer world and a microscope to see the beauty of the internal world and how you can find the bridge to connect these two together in the most beautiful fashion and and i can see this from 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 a from a close person to you and how this development have been a big part of who you are and how this identity became to 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 form and i would like to to explore with you what does it mean uh, unbreakable identity why is building this identity becomes something as unbreakable or what does it what, what is what is that like how is that for you unbreakable identity was the concept that i felt that after i dealt with depression i realized that a big part of why i was depressed or a big part of why I didn't love myself is because my identity of myself, the way I see myself was, was not balanced, was not okay, it was distorted. And I think unbreakable identity is something also I got from Eckhart Tolle when he says, uh, wow. your, 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 your like personal identity and your essence identity. Your personal identity is an identity that can be taken away from you at any day. So if I'm a good football player, or if I'm rich, or if I'm good looking, or if my identity is based uh, upon my career and, and my work and my status and my social financial status, these are all things mm -hmm. that you can build your identity on, but your identity would be threatened because one day if you lose these things, you will lose your identity. That's what happens in relationships when you build an identity around a person, you know, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife. You build an identity around yourself with that person. And once that person goes away, your identity is in shackles. Your identity is at risk. And I think mm -hmm. unbreakable identities are identities that we can build that nothing or nobody can take away from us. Um, and Eckhart Tolle says it's essence identity. It's the identity that it is so you at the deep, deepest level that nothing can take this away from you. This is your truth. This is your absolute shining truth. And that's what I call an unbreakable identity. And I think today the idea is how can we build unbreakable identities and how can our connection to nature link us to an unbreakable identity, to mm. see ourselves in unbreakable ways. Rahib, yeah. Because the things that we define ourselves with are always transient. Even your yeah. own, the structure of your brain, the networks of your brain are something transient and subjected to moment by moment experience. And if mm. we have the nature you know, to to attach ourselves to forms and meanings, uh, that can be broken down and this can tax our brain. And this is what helped, makes us fall in uh, uh, low states of mental, uh, mental, mental states. And 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 the and for us, using science as a way to build high un unbreakable identity. Of course, of course. I mean, look at the studies that compare 
الاكل الدايت اللي مثلا بجابان فيرسز الاكل بالويسترن وورلد بامريكا وبلندن الناس اللي عم بياكلوا اكل اقرب لنيتشر صحتهم احسن من الناس اللي عم بياكلوا اكل ابعد من نيتشر طب اف وي كان تشينج ذس ايديا اند سبستيتيوت ذا ايديا اوف فود وذ ثوت وات اف يور ثينكينج ثوتس يور ايدنتيتي يور بيليفز ار اولسو فار فروم نيتشر اور وات اف يور ثوتس اند بيليفز ار كلوز تو نيتشر سو جاست لايك فود اي bringing our thoughts and our emotional baggage closer to nature or to a natural thinking uh, could wow. be as healthy as eating natural food i think if if you agree with me thought is as important as food i think ah but like we know that when when evolution changed and shifted from genes to memes and we know the power of thoughts it's shaping our identity and shaping the way we see uh, the world and i think زي ما حكيت باول بودكاست انه احنا بلشنا بانه علاقتنا كانت مع نيتشر as we are part of it not we are it we didn't we didn't we weren't born into it we were born from it so هدول الترمينولوجيز هدول هدول الميمز بيعلقوا بافكارنا وبصيروا زي بروجرامز جوا مخنا بطريقه كيف احنا بنشوف العالم، بنصدق حالنا بنصدق افكارنا وهدول الافكار ببعدونا اكثر واكثر عن عن نيتشر واحنا بنعرف كيف انت كثير بالتيتشنجز بهيومن مانجمنت بتحكي كيف علاقه الانسان مع ساينس، علاقه الانسان مع الماده كثير بعدتنا عن نيتشر. Like you to talk about this beautiful picture اللي هي بتفرجيك كيف في بيراميد ومحطوط الانسان على التوب اوف ذا هرم والصورة الثانية كيف في دائرة there is a beautiful harmonic ecosystem of the animals and the plants all in one unified circle and there is another picture where the where the human is at the top of the pyramid and he's on the he's the superior form to life and that was when he was split from nature I would like you to explore this Anna for me I'm always emotional when the first day of human energy management when you talk about this it sets the the understanding كيف علاقتنا مع nature يعني Yeah. just explore this don't you realize that also every single person that took a human energy management workshop at the end of the workshop he says this thing i feel more connected to the universe i feel more connected to nature oh, i wow. feel more humbled and i think that's it right you all all what this is is just about being humble that's it we're doing this podcast mm-hmm. where and you are talking we're going online the main reason is just to remind ourselves and remind people who are listening you know to be humble because Nature should humble you. And I think uh, what you were talking about is what many philosophers and many people refer to as the fall from Eden, or in a way, it is the industrialization of human society. It is the shifting of nomadic human behavior, nomadic human culture into more industrialized, civilized, technologized, and technological society. So I think this is really what we have been experiencing. If you look at it, We, we we have gone from the Stone Age, which was not a long time ago. Uh, the, the Upper Neolithic era was just 10,000 years ago. And then we enter into the Bronze Age. The Bronze Age was just 9,000, 8,000 years ago. And then he, slowly humans are becoming more and more modern. We're becoming more technologically able. And I think that brings us then later into in the uh, workshop we talk about how that brings us into the uh, scientific revolution and the scientific revolution pushes us into the industrial revolution and the industrial revolution then pushes pushes us into the modern day world we live in today. And if you look at humanity, if you follow the story of humanity, you can see a clear line, a clear pattern where we are actually getting more and more away from nature in our food, uh, in our connection, in our emotions. And I think... To me, this is the most scary thing. It's the alienation. It is the alienization of the human spirit to a point that we are actually, most people are not aware that we are part of nature, that we are fundamentally uh, a force in the bio chain, in the biomass of the earth. Uh, humans are so similar to other animals and other animals are so similar to other plants and we're all this big biomass and we're so connected and And the truth is that we really are part of nature, but it's also that we are technological. We have amazing brains and we are able to create sewers and democracy and we are able to create cell phones and, and satellites and spaceships. So it's an equal force. Like there's a force of nature driving us to be technological, but there's also a great and a deeper force of nature connecting us to mm. the earth, connecting us to the yeah. planet. 
True, that's very true. Uh, I had a hard time understanding uh, this development and especially there's a lot of talk about technology driving us away from nature, pushing us away from the the natural trajectory of human development and us being close to nature. But what I started to find out that technology is also a part of nature. You can see how the technology, the structure of technology is embedded also in the structures of nature, like how the ants walk are inside, how the, the, the circuits and how the circuits are going in electronic. So I think technology and what we're doing right now is part of nature. But as you said, like, to be scientific is to be split away from nature, to, to be able to understand nature. We have to be away, we have to be taken away from nature to understand nature, like a fish in a bowl. She can't help yeah. you understand her environment without being outside. So if How it can wasn't a fish for that- water? Yeah, she's in the water, yeah. how can she explain it? Exactly, so it was an important thing to do that, but mm-hmm. I feel like we have lost the way uh, we have been, we have lost the way to connect back to nature. We have lost this knowledge. Our brain have built ignorance and biases that would takes us away from this. So, so yeah, I think it's it it true. And, uh, by the way, what you said this is amazing because you said uh, technology is part of nature. It's actually true, by the way. How many examples do we have where our technological innovation is derived from algorithms in nature? I, I was just reading before the podcast how. They used the model of a Romane to build a new lithium battery, and that was in a science nanotechnology magazine. And they also used the echolocation in the Egyptian fruit bat to build a device tracking system. And I'm also looking all around these amazing discoveries. They used the sunflower, a sunflower, to build better sonal panel engineering. And NASA used yeah. the lily pad to design the clothes of the astronaut. And uh, so many airplanes used the, the aerodynamics of hawks and falcons. So absolutely, technology is a manifestation of nature. Technology is an emerging property in nature. And, and like you said, the ants, how they move, the neurons, how they spread, the bees and the birds, how they fly. These are all algorithms that represent technological patterns on ground earth, on on a biological sphere. And then humans just have the brain. We just had an amazing neocortex that is able to unlock algorithms and create more algorithms. And I think that is one way how we lost our connection to nature. But as you said, you can't get out of uh, you cannot be part of nature and understand nature. So humans nature, So the truth about it is that our condition is a very polarized condition. Being human is very polarized. I mean, nature, yeah. is a technological species is in the mammal kingdom and uh, the emotions of this and the emotions of that sometimes they become very confusing i would say listen we have a lot of people talking about the idea and know how to connect to nature what did you learn can you share with us oh let's talk about a bit of science behind uh, our connection to nature like a couple of of ideas of course uh, for all the people listening, the reason why we fell in love with the, with nature, the reason why human energy management talks about nature is because once you understand the concepts of nature that prove to you, that show you, that act as an exhibition to you, that you are nature, you are part of nature. You did not arrive to this earth, you came out of this earth. What are the things that connected us to nature? I mean, one of the most interesting topics is quantum physics. So I think anybody that spends time learning about quantum physics would seriously start to feel how romantic and beautiful quantum physics is because we are leaving a classical physics. We are leaving Newtonian physics. The physics that they are studying in the physics that they European industrial and scientific revolution. There is new science now. There One of the amazing new sciences that can really help us understand nature is quantum physics. And I think quantum physics non-locality, how uh, the boundaries of how what we think we are and where we exist and where we stop existing are not really real. Uh, there is particles, but there's also waves and there is senses and experiences that affect us, gravitation, radiation, 
uh, music, laughter, love, emotions, all these things have real deep organic effects on the human experience. Um, uh, quantum physics is one way to look at nature and understand how we are connected to nature. Another way is astrophysics. I mean, when you study Earth, when you look at Earth, when you understand the story of Earth, the evolution of Earth, how is that not a beautiful way to connect to nature? Uh, and I think the best exercise or the most beautiful exercise, you can log in into Instagram again, Faris. Uh, the, mo- yeah. the, the most interesting exercise is to explore your origins and learn about the human story. Look at Earth, look at astrophysics, look at quantum physics and try to use these things to build yourself a new identity so that you can truly understand where you come from and, and where did you... Can. كان في كان في شيء حضرته على an amazing title uh, and what he says he's explaining three things that helps you understand علاقتك مع the world uh, that is outside you and within you and this connectedness and he was talking about the the the, the core essence of how why your heart beats is because to help you pump blood in and out of your body and there's at the core of this molecule hemoglobin is iron. And he talks about the fact that you will never ever have this molecule in your body flowing through you, making you alive, if it wasn't for stars and galaxies bombarding and exploding and having their own cycle for it, for these massive stars to cook high dense molecules such as iron for it to explode again and to go through a cycle and for it to form an earth and to form human and to form life. So what a beautiful thing. The next time, put your heart on your, on your, on, put your hand on your heart. And when every heartbeat comes in, just know that this heartbeat was only possible because of the story of stars and the cycle of stars and the explosions of stars. So the core of your being is something that was cooked in stars. So that's something for me, what wakes me up in the morning and makes me feel like I am a cosmic poet. I am, a, I am yeah. part of this world. And and this is what's lovely about it. Just the I think the thing is that not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of people spend their time learning and studying about nature. If you don't spend mm. the time to learn and discover and read books and watch documentaries about space, then whatever you said will not connect to anybody because most people will not understand what you just said. Star explosions and iron. stars But we know. For a fact, after years of studying and reading and exploring, that not just the iron in your blood, it's the nitrogen in your hair, the calcium in your teeth, the the sulfur in your DNA, all these things, you, your story, your origins, comes from a very, very deep and beautiful story. So if, if, if for all the people that want to know if you're connected to nature, you have to spend time learning about this. You need to really get passionate. You really need to spend some time addressing these big questions. Where did we come from? How were we made? Human DNA, human chemistry, all these big questions. You need to answer these big questions or else your identity will be built on flimsy things. Your identity will be built on things that think your identity is identity identity you need to do the homework. And I think that is yeah. part of uh, human energy management. Yeah, talking about. yeah, yeah. I, I feel like these questions sometimes bring an existential itch للواحد and bring mm. feel makes it lost to uncertainty. But I keep reminding myself, it is these questions that you ask that makes you feel alive. These questions, this certainty, to be a part of a bigger, a bigger hada. We are in a mushtama that ma that they want the shortcut to the answer. They want to know directly what these, even with our educational system, we're not learned to ask questions and learn from that. But the biggest part of high issues to go through high journey and just to learn your position this beautiful alam. And something so beautiful about also what you shared about the quantum 
is that it helps us also understand from the material world into a more alam uh, that is more spiritual, dynamic, physical. Exactly. Is in, is in science proves to you that the, the core things that you're made of, atoms, the small, 99.99999% of it is space. Yes. So in ta'amul min these atom and tadol atoms who li bikonu kulhom kul wahta fihom is 99.999% of it is space. But عشان احنا we don't see مخنا عشان يكون حي وعايش he is able to uh, function in the world. He turns high energy. He turns these all these energy inside of you into a physical being. And عشان يتعامل معه. But you are pure energy. You're a pure being. انت مالك حدود مالك نهاية وانت متصل مع كل شيء حواليك. انت كلك vibration. زي ما شو بحكي نيتشي his amazing uh, quote uh, if you if you want to understand the world it's only in the language of vibrations oscillations and and frequencies so, yeah, so, yeah. that's a beautiful that's coming from one of the most brilliant men in science if you want to understand the secrets of the universe you have to think in terms of vibrations and you're right if is a 99.9% من الذرة an energy field. It's a field. It's not matter. It's a field. So what does that make you? But then also I think about, you know, 70%, 65 to 75% of our body is water. And water is, يعني, I mean, one of the, one of the most energy sensitive mediums in the world. So if you're made out of 70% water and water is one of the most sensitive substances, when it comes to energy, then you are in direct relationship with energy, right? That's that's number one. Number two, Einstein, Neil Bohr, Max Planck, the three fathers of quantum physics, showed us and explained to us that within atoms, there is an unbelievable amount of energy. The, the, the protons, the atoms, the spinning, the quarks, the, the formation, the lattice, the vibration, Atoms have energy, substance has energy, and Einstein is like E equals MC squared. E is energy, M is what? Mass. It's mass. So, anything that is mass is energy. Simply. Actually, you're on the balance. Just think of your weighing energy. You're not weighing mass. You you can equate yeah. the mass that you're weighing as as a form of the energy, and that's yeah. fascinating. And yeah. the energy that is inside you can be the energy the molecular, the quantum energy the to light up a I'm not sure exactly the details, but your energy that is inside you can light up of a neighborhood with 300 houses for three weeks or something. So that energy that is within you is unlocked and is there around you. Of course, and then within you. The cell division, people think, oh, you might be romantic. No, you were not romantic. If you look at a cell under a microscope, you will understand why we are romantic. Your body is going through constant division. Your DNA is printing worth 16,000 books in every 20 minutes. Your, your blood cells, every second, every second we are talking right now, every second that is passing, your body is producing more than two to four million red blood cells. So... We are live, we are hot, we are active, we are living. Life is energy. Life is a thermodynamic mystery. Life is a quantum mystery. So of course, life involves understanding energy. Of course, understanding life and understanding human consciousness will have to involve understanding nature. Because to me, nature is physics. Yeah, nature is chemistry that's nature uh, 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 okay i want you to explore one more topic before we take it into the uh, mental health like because people mm. are asking why why is it that learning about astrophysics with this can translate to a better mental health people are talking about emotions like people wants to connect to an emotion rather than understanding i want to translate that but i want you to talk about you say something in the course that is so beautiful is the signature the signature mm-hmm. that is in the in the universe yeah. is the signature that is within you. Can you just please? 
Yeah, two, well, two things. First of all, let's talk about the signature and then let's talk about the health benefits mm -hmm. physically. Yeah. Then we'll go mm -hmm. to mentally. The signature is what I was talking to you about right now. I'm looking at a list of technological technological uh, creations that work solely based on nature, using a bat to develop a, a detecting software, using a Romane, using the structure of a pomegranate to create lithium batteries. Uh, that is one way to look at the signature of technology in nature and nature and technology. And what I say and what I love to say and what I think is that, you know, when you're flying in the airplane and you look down and you see patterns in wow. nature, right? Like I saw it in so many times. You see the pattern of a river or you see the pattern of um, even the city, city, the lighting of the city. Yeah lighting of cities or or you see like uh, the Nile River from space or you see the Alps in Switzerland from a helicopter. When you look at nature from that perspective, you can very easily see that the algorithms, the engineering, the mathematics that run the design of nature is really embedded within us ourselves too. Uh, you can look at the human nervous system, you can look at the optic nerve and the eye canals, you can look at the human skin, you can look at the design of soft flesh and cartilage tissue, you can look at the designs of fat cells and liver cells. The way we are designed internally mimics, reflects how the world outside is designed. So to me, I always say that if there was a designer that created the universe, it has to be 100% the designer that created us because it's, there's a left signature. There's a signature, like, you know, when you buy a shirt, yeah. you can know the shirt from the brand. The brand is the same. It's the same designer. It's the same cut. It's the same ta'ati'ah. Nature outside looks like late nature inside. The flow of capillaries, wow. the oxygenation of lung tissue, the neuron, the the nervous system, all these things mimic the the world outside. And let alone animals that use quantum physics for their day-to-day -day activities. Like, did you know photosynthesis? How do plants convert light oh, to sugar? They use quantum phenomena. They use quantum tunneling to do that. How do robin birds and ali and and turtles and animals that migrate know where to migrate from? They do that by interacting with the G-force. They're interacting with the weak G-gravity force of the Earth. And they do that through quantum physics. So that's the first case. We are connected to nature and the evidence is there. Uh, and maybe the second evidence to me is the physical benefits. What are the physical benefits of being in nature? Maybe that is the most interesting question to ask. And you already know some of the benefits. Um, oh. Sure. Uh, bathing. I was, I, was uh, I was reading something before you explore because it's it just, just came into my mind. I was reading a, a book uh, called The Nature Fix, and it was talking about the, 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 the positive aspects of being in nature and being one with nature. And it was saying that when you are able to listen to the patterns of the birds and the harmonic sounds, when you are able to tune into and to the patterns of nature, you, you, you allow your brain to produce alpha waves, which are these low frequency vibrations that are associated with calmness, steadiness, and that translate this to the whole body. And this is a very beautiful state to be. This is where, where meditators try to be in this alpha state. That's why I lost you on the beach. <laughs> I know Faris going to be Indonesia on Nisbah and Faris into play from the first episode is a very meditative guy so if he sees or he sees quickly hacks himself and goes into the vibration of nature so he was just floating on the water and I can't find my brother anywhere on the island I lost my brother on an island that's my reality right now and then I just see a guy who's floating with snorkels on the water for maybe like literally 50 minutes he's just floating on the water and when he comes back I'm like what were you doing he's like I was meditating I was using the ocean the energy of the ocean to meditate and I think that is what the Japanese doctor uh, discovered in forest bathing right people who are spending yeah. more time in nature more time in the forest their immune response was getting better uh, they had a a recharging in their immune response. Like when the manaa you are connected to high frequencies. 
mm. whether it's the, the vibration of the ocean, whether it's the vibration of the forest. And I think the ground grounding, uh, like you know, you know, when we put the electricity, there's yeah. the third option, the earth option. Uh, and and that that is basically because the earth releases electrons the earth is releases negatively charged particles and i think that is uh, one of the researches اللي قراتهم was about grounding walking barefoot لما تمشي حافي على الشارع او على الارض او على الرمل او على الجراس او على البحر المشي حافي is healthier than انك تمشي جوا بوت and i think على مستوى كثير بسيط this is one example of how we nature... free radicals Free, you know, free radicals yes these extra charged particles that comes from our unhealthy behaviors that charge and ionize our cells and bodies لما تكون انت بتبدا تمشي على الشارع انت بتطلع electricity او كهرباء او electrons through your body to neutralize these charged state اللي هم الفري راديكلز اللي بيطلعوا لنا من جسمنا من تخبيص الاكل and eating bad food our body creates free radicals but it also creates free radicals anyways يعني that's your job of and that's how antioxidants uh, work antioxidants work because they give the electron for the free radical so yeah. some people say that earth is a natural way to get uh what was beautiful about it is that it would, when you are just in a space of greenery as much as possible, mm-hmm. as simple as you know, حتى as you create a small garden in your room or in the outside and just take care of it, it brings you back to states of mind. The hunter and gathering where you are always encumbered by by yeah. nature and to the green, to the color of green is so important. Having, oh. having a screen desktop of a green shajar has a mm-hmm. huge influence. And what what's uh, what's so beautiful is the reflection on the biology where T cells with immune systems yeah. gets yeah. super boosted, super boosted by just being able to be in touch with with the, with the, with the plants with the green. That's green, also green on a, uh, the Mediterranean diet. I uh, I tried it because I have a I have GERD. The Mediterranean diet helps to toughen yeah. inflammation. That that was an experiment. They they did a mental health study on mood, on mood disorders, and they took people and they measured their mood, and then they changed their diet and put more organic, natural things, raw things, right? Like like nuts and legumes and plants and tomatoes and stuff like that. And then they measured the mood without changing the calories. You don't have to change the calories. You can eat as much as you want. That's the point. But there was a shift in the mood. Their mood became better without shifting the calories, but with just shifting the quantity and the quality of food. So so whether it's quantum physics or walking happy on the beach, whether it's spending time around nature, uh, whether it is tuning into the sound of nature, me and you were chilling on the roof and I told you, Faris, اسمع صوت العصفير. بس ركز صوت العصفير. That is one oh of the exercises you can connect to nature automatically. أول ما تبلش تركز على صوت العصافير، صوت الأولاد الصغار بيلعبوا بالحارة، الهواء، الخيوم، هاي الشغلات، هاي الهاكس بلحظتها بتعطيك a cognitive. Yeah, because I feel I feel it's easier it's easy for us you know, to fall into the excuse that we're living in city. واحنا عايشين in a very busy program day فبكون عندنا صعوبه to connect to nature بكون عندنا صعوبه هاي well I feel like انه الحكي الاشياء السمبل اللي حكيتهم connecting to to the sounds of nature بصراحه for me meditation is as natural as connecting to nature because there is no nature than the space inside of you when you sit and deeply listen mindfully to your thoughts ما في احلى من هيك nature صراحه it is as connecting outside so 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 that is a very important thing sitting and listening listening to podcasts listening to science inducing states of awe and wonder into your into your life that are related to beautiful astrophysical podcasts scientific geographical nature this is absolutely mind inducing Absolutely. And that's the message of the podcast. Do your homework. Spend time reading about nature, understanding nature, because I promise you, I promise you, it can reshape your identity. It can reshape the way you see yourself. You can see yourself more beautifully through the lens of nature because you are part of nature. 
انت جزء من هذا التكوين انت جزء من هذا المساله انا ثينك ذات از ذا مينتال هيلث ايشو اند اي ثينك ذات از وان ثينك ذات ريلي بوذرز مي اند ريلي تاتشز مي از انيمال ابيوز مان بيبل هو ابيوز انيمالز اند بيبل هو هيرت ذا اوشن بيبل هو هيرت ليفينج تريز بيبل هو هيرت نيتشر اند بارتيكولرلي انيمالز اي ثينك ماي ثيري از اون ذس از ذات ذيز بيبل ذا اونلي بروبلم ذير اكسبيرينس ذات ذير اليينيتد فروم نيتشر once wow. we are born our parents almost teach us to think that dogs are disgusting our culture and our community almost let us feel like we are separate from nature like i am something and the cat and the dog and the tree is something else and i think that is the most dangerous thing society does and if there's any parents Man. listening to me right now this is one thing you can save your children you can absolutely save your children by not alienate alienizing them from nature the most important thing is to remember that people who hurt animals people who hurt living things are people who lost their contact with the realization that it is they themselves that they are hurting they are hurting consciousness right. they, are hurting life. they are hurting themselves so so i think for yeah. empathy for caring about animals for not hurting animals for loving nature you need to first understand that the alienization the sense of alienization is culturally made it's not true in your own essence yeah. you are part of nature Rahib, man, and one of the best lessons I learned when I was going to Thailand and in all in these retreats is this huge emphasis on self-discipline. And one of the most beautiful thing is the discipline towards human life, human creature, the way they treat plants and the way they treat animal man. The wow. thing that they would, didn't let us, they didn't let us eat any food inside the houses or inside the communal areas is because they didn't want to leave ants. Because if we leave ants, then we have to kill them or find a way to put them out and get them out of without hurting them man. the emphasis yeah. on animal is is, is amazing i would like you to share something about animals that is very beautiful the cat and the dog having yeah. a cat and a dog what does that do to your biological that's another system? part of of having connecting having pets uh people who have pets have been studied to have uh less levels of stress so you have your dog you have a friend you have a unique friendship with your dog that's a kind of frequency that is good for your heart another fascinating study was with uh the purring and the vibrations of cats and how they realize that the frequency of uh, the cat vibration is somehow uh, very healthy for calcium deposition in the bones. Um, there's a lot of studies using music waves. Uh, there's a lot of studies using light, certain radiation frequencies of light to treat headaches, uh, color therapy, uh, there's sound therapy. Um, definitely the one of the most interesting things is uh, realizing that this is just getting started and for different people it have different feelings and different things but when we look at nature we can already see how nature can be a developed tool for healing right whether it's a cat or a dog or a sound or a light or a frequency and by the way i think that is why we should take care of our uh, ontology like your room the the the, the, the environment in your room Uh, how you take care of khazantak, how you take care of things around you. That's controlling nature. That's also keeping a nice nice environment, a soft environment. The lighting is important. If you change the lighting in the room, it changes the, space, the mood. The, the space you're in, you don't occupy the space you're in. The space you're in occupies your experience and, exactly. and craft your experience and mood. I would Where like to talk about... Go ahead. Rahib, Rahib. I would like to talk about... Uh, Like what sorts of emotions and feelings do you get when you get connect to nature, and what sort of ex experiences you connect uh, when you connect to nature? And I'm more curious about uh, oh, how what like how do we get to induce awe, and why is this so important to our mental health? Because that's the talk, that's the purpose of our talk. يعني لما أنت تيجي تحكي إنه you want to create an identity جديدة, when you want to create this this connection to this magical connection that that is around you. Uh, what is it translated scientifically like what sort of emotions what they have ilha faida arhab ishi wa ahla ishi inno asan shu'ur shu'ur al-dahsha feeling the feeling of all you get when you are in nature is actually biochemically healthy like it's actually mm. literally wahad min al-considered wahad min al-positive emotions يعني اذا اي حدا بدرس البوزيتيف ايموشنز واحد من البوزيتيف ايموشنز ون اوف ذا بوزيتيف ايموشنز از او 
It is the feeling of wonder. It is the feeling of rapture. It is the feeling of complete bliss and surrender to nature. So I think a big part of it is that. I think a big part of it is the self-reflecting aspect of nature. Why do you feel like you're suddenly needing to self-reflect when you're watching the sunset? By the way, watching the sunset is one of the most beautiful things you can do in your day. So put a timer, put, a, put an alarm, don't miss the sunset. But the point is, you know, it makes you self-reflect and self-reflection is important. Self-reflection is one of the tools needed for psychological maturity. A person who has a mature psychology is a person that self-reflects a lot. A person that has an immature and insecure psychology is a person that doesn't do a lot of self-reflecting. And I think self-reflecting is also humbling because when you're looking at the sunset, when you're looking at nature and you're reflecting on yourself, you're also reflecting on yourself, but the outside self, the outside world is also a part of your self-reflection. So it's all in all a boundary-dissolving experience. Yeah. It is where we melt hey, and join. The picture that's, becomes one. That, you know? Yeah, that's, that's, that's the beauty of it, these experiences of wonder. When you become connected to something larger than yourself, when you become part of something larger than yourself, not capsulated with this inner voice, inner chatter, you are disconnected from this issue. Your mind becomes shattered where you have to assimilate the new experience, the new beauty of information that is coming to you and try to configure it and build a better picture to who you are and what it is. And this leaves you with... The, so many scientifically proven emotions they they empathy how much empathy is becomes so something profound and that when you connect to that how much you connect to humans how much you're humbled how much little things wow. stop becoming something as a big deal uh, compassion wow. understanding science wonder is understanding i started understanding people i started understanding why they are the way they are and how they are coming to be here but then my way, judge that's a practical, practical thing, right? Yeah, definitely. The way I look into people, I have more compassion. I have more love to them. I can understand the better thought of when you know too much psychology, you can't get angry. You just have feelings of love. Or you want to create more systems of ideas and thoughts to draw a better future That's why the beauty of connecting to nature, to learn from nature. This society Ah, societies that they Amazon, deep ritualistic societies, man, deeper reflection states, and a better, diseases, 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 thing for you, it's a societal thing. Of course, ma. Of course, and everything that you are now is based on with the thoughts and ideas and the palettes that people have been drawing. What do you think and who what you are? Is... We need more humbleness. We need more empathy. We need more understanding. And part of the hack, the tool, the software, you can develop empathy so, uh, and understanding is through understanding nature. So understanding nature can be the can be the mahadde or they can be the farshal li btibni minha aw btnam alayha ashan taqdar tlaqi hay alraha tlaqi hada alcomfort tlaqi hada alunderstanding wal awe wal gratitude wal humbleness so you need to start somewhere and starting yeah. by understanding nature could be a very beautiful thing and honest to god man it saved me from depression mish am bahki hek bas hek no i swear to god physics understanding and studying physics and studying space and studying human biology saved me from myself. That's that's basically oh. it. So you need to no, you need to تقرأ. Me and you, brother, me and you. And what a beautiful thing is the courage. Like uh, the universe speaks in the language of courage, and if you speak the language, it will reward you and it will open its arms to you and you fall into a ground and you fall into a clouds of uh, abyss yani just being courageous just asking these questions uh, dedicating the time to learn and to open up and to ask big questions it's not it's not a, it's not an issue is is mind blowing because that links it to what i said about animals there is no way yeah. to, 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 to,
إذا أنت أصلاً مش مفصول عنه ذهنياً، مش مفصول عنه سايكولوجياً. فأي ثينك الأذى بيجي من إنه إحنا إحنا مشتقين مختلين من هذا الواقع. أنا أي ثينك ستاديينج أباوت نيتشر زي ما أنت حكيت برينجز هامبلنس، برينجز إمباثي، أند أي لاف وات يو سيد يعني. أي ريلي ريلي أدماير ذات. And we come from that, like, Anuyak, what did we do, nature? Me and you, before Corona, COVID-19, we used to go to Wadi Ram to watch the stars almost, almost every two months. Me and you went mm-hmm. volcano backpacking. Me and you went diving. We went snorkeling. We went climbing. Me and you yeah. went hiking. Me and you spent a lot of time. Uh, there is the, there is this poetic uh, blog which is was so beautiful about uh, nature and what he says uh, what he says he's an actual uh, I think William Worthward he was part of the Romantic Age and a philosopher and he he was saying about the idea that you know الحلو بنيتشر از ذات انه الجمال الموجود بنيتشر از مش بالمومنت اللي بتعيشها بس بالميموري اللي بتخلق لك اياها ما بعدها because oh. as you as you when you close your eyes and Close your eyes. The more you are in nature, the more you invest in nature, the more your imagination will be influenced by nature. The more your imagination becomes a natural process, and you can you can invite nature to you. And yeah. because of my investment, because of my upbringing, and I was fortunate to be around nature, I can easily in my meditation to bring myself to do a fakir be turtles be Indonesia. Exactly. I can hack my mind and hot hali. Be yeah. nature, be طريقة طبيعية حلوة. So it's the memory that nature brings to you, the, the things oh. that it makes uh, in your in your mind and had. Invest بهذا الوقت الموجود بأي طريقة yes. ما through nature, yes. through the nature جواتكم كمان. Don't underestimate the nature and listening to yourself, listening to your thoughts, ideas, and learning. يعني أنا بالنسبة لي هذا الشيء كتير رهيب. And it's a process. It's a process for anybody that is not. To, that for anybody that didn't spend time learning about deep science and the science of nature, of course, the sunset is not gonna mean to you as much as it means to somebody else. Of course, being in a in a, around trees and being in nature is not gonna mean to you if you don't really look deeply enough. That's the thing you said in the first podcast. Our yeah. nature is waiting for our eyes to be more sensitive. عشان إحنا نقدر نشوف الجمال. The, the beauty. اللي عيونك مش متعودة تشوفها. عيونك مش مت مش ما بتعرف كيف تشوفها أصلاً. It's like training your eyes to see beauty, and that is, I think, we can do with nature, and I I, I love that. I, yeah. I love of self-reflection. Also, self-reflection is important. Yeah. Acts of acts of mindfulness can be a way, a way for you to bridge the gap and tether yeah. high novelty to you to yeah. snap out of the program الموجودودامك and as yeah. simple as it is just to the sunset and self reflect yeah. هذا الإشي. That's a problem. Um, and no, I just read also a comment. You need to uh, some uh, somebody saying you need to be connected to yourself and first to be able to connect to nature. Okay, that's something nice to say, but you are nature. So what's the argument? Like, you are nature, you know. And أنت أنت الطبيعة ذاتها. ال engines الطاقة اللي بتخلي النجوم تلف والكواكب تلف وبتخلي الذرات إنهم يلفوا الإلكترونات حولين بعض. الطاقة اللي بتمشي النمل والعصافير والسمك. الطاقة اللي بتخلي الفولكانوز والأرثكويكس هي نفس الطاقة اللي موجودة جوا كل خلية جواتك. So uh. I think this is it. Like. This is the connection. The connection is A cosmic poet. You are in a cosmic poet, man. Like that's, <laughs> I that's, you are that's, too, man. I think that's yeah, why I love that, that, that podcast Ma'ak. Yeah, yeah. The means of this podcast is you know we are it's a sense of entertainment, but at the same time we are hijacking this moment to induce experiences of all connecting to nature yeah. by just having a conversation so we were able to hack uh, hack these states through just having conversation lose yourself lose sense of time and lose effort lose lose yourself into the moment and by doing that you're automatically connected to a formless timeless being nature itself so that's how you can do it find your passion and dive deep into your passion can be a way command to Uh, Harold into your into nature. 
And I oh I love I love what you said. And also to bring mindfulness is the tool. Lish, why we started the first podcast with mindfulness is because it's really gonna start there. Uh, you can be more yeah. mindful in the shower, and that's connecting to the water and the flow of water in the shower. You can be more mindful in time to make cast the shy yasmin, which is yasmin. You can be more mindful in time to look at the sun and the moon. You can be more mindful when you see a animal or see a strange or eat fruit. This is connecting to nature. It's not about just looking at the sea and volcano. Nature is all around you. Yeah. Nature is present in all shapes, in all opportunity. You can it's... connect. Faris, would you yeah, like to man. shut down this podcast in the last 30 seconds before Instagram closes? I think, oh yeah, we're about to close down. Uh, and I'm so happy to see the level of engagement uh, in this podcast. You guys have reflected so much beautiful questions, so much beautiful interest. And it is a communal, collective thing that we can be all put together to raise the level of, of interest and curiosity a curiosity into into uh, into into understanding and enjoying uh, uh, ourselves through science and awe and wonder so thank you for being here we will be, be with you guys next week with another beautiful session and this has been a blessed 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 uh, time and we guys will be with you uh, on the next session please keep us posted keep sharing these stuff so we can be able to learn more of what you guys would like to hear more and we will see you next week and thank you again bless you have a lovely and safe and uh, blessed uh, week